This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, obviously the amount of federal employees teleworking increased last year, but not as high as anticipated. Time for agencies to decide how many interns they want in 2022. And a federal judge sides with members of the Navy who refused to get the COVID-19 vaccine. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The number of federal employees who teleworked regularly in 2020 went up, but not as much as you might think. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. While COVID-19 drove a majority of federal workers out of the office in 2020, new data from the Office of Personnel Management shows the increase in teleworking wasn't as dramatic as expected. In its annual report to Congress released late last month, OPM says 50% of all federal employees were eligible to telework, and 90% of them did telework regularly in 2020. Overall, 45% of all federal employees teleworked in 2020. Fiscal 2021 data is not yet available. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Agencies must begin deciding how many interns they want to bring on this year. In fact, they have less than a month to come up with their plans for recruiting from a diverse pool of candidates and how many interns they plan to hire through the Pathways program. The Office of Personnel Management says agency plans should include job titles, the series and grades of the interns, whether the job would fill a mission-critical occupation, and the total number of pathways hires expected in 2022. OPM is asking for agencies to submit the data by February 1st. A federal court in Texas has barred the Navy from taking action against 35 Navy special operators who've refused to get vaccinated against COVID-19. All of the sailors who sued say they object to the vaccine on religious grounds, and almost all of them have been denied. Judge Reed O'Connor says the Navy's accommodation process violates their sincerely held beliefs. In the court's view, that's partly because the process is just theater. The Navy has not approved a religious exception for any vaccine in the past seven years. The Navy's Ready Reserve has 3,000 service members still not vaccinated against COVID-19. The Navy told Ready Reserve members they needed to be fully vaccinated by December 28, 2021. The Ready Reserve has about 59,000 members. The Navy granted nine temporary medical and 44 administrative exemptions. About 280 members there requested religious accommodations. Meanwhile, scientists at Walter Reed say they are seeing positive results on a vaccine that could protect against multiple COVID variants. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has details. A series of preclinical study results show that a COVID-19 vaccine developed at Walter Reed elicits a potent immune response and provides broad protection against variants of concern. The pan-coronavirus vaccine has been shown to induce potent antibody responses in non-human primates. The vaccine entered phase one human trials in April last year, and early analysis is expected to conclude this month. Those results will provide more insights into whether the vaccine's initial results will carry over into humans. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. A new Coast Guard civilian takes over an intelligence post. We get more from Federal News Network's Tom Temin on that. The Coast Guard names Jeffrey Rajowski 
as Deputy Assistant Commandant for Intelligence. The job basically oversees the policy and operations and making sure they align with intelligence activities of the Homeland Security Department. Rajowski becomes a member of the Senior Executive Service after having served the Coast Guard for some 30 years as a commissioned officer. He was the first Coast Guard attaché in Moscow working on issues in the Arctic. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Two agencies are facing questions about their plans for overseeing the cybersecurity of the transportation sector. In a bipartisan letter, 10 senators pressed Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg on their joint cybersecurity efforts. DHS and DOT are co-sector risk management agencies for critical transportation infrastructure. The senators want to know how they're helping transportation companies and sharing information about cyber threats. They say the agencies may need a new sector-specific plan as it was last updated in 2015. A powerful regulatory agency is throwing its weight behind calls to patch a critical software vulnerability. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Federal Trade Commission is warning companies patch the Log4j vulnerability or face potential legal action. The FTC says the bug poses a severe risk to millions of consumer products. The agency says it will use its full legal authority to pursue companies that don't take reasonable steps to protect customers' data by patching Log4j or any similar known vulnerabilities in the future. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. And the Departments of Agriculture and Justice are teaming up to protect farmers, ranchers, and other agricultural producers from monopolies and other unfair practices. The agencies will work together to develop a portal where farmers can submit complaints about violations of antitrust laws, such as the Packers and Stockyards Act. USDA will refer potential violations to DOJ's antitrust division. DOJ and USDA will also combine resources to highlight where Congress can modernize antitrust toolkits. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.